0: From the pages of the Salt Lake Tribune, straight to your earphones, this is Tribune Sports Radio.
1: So what's the longest you ever had your hair at? With her? Yeah, in your life. In my life, I used to not Kimrani. I I would uh, like I had like an old man haircut.
0: Like Don Draper?
1: Like
0: that a type, yeah, it wasn't a part Like,
1: park, a, though, like a missionary. Yeah. Yeah,
0: kind of that. Longest my hair ever was. Imagine the bass player from the band White Snake,
1: Oh
2: yeah.
0: And it was about half that length, and it, all it did was just enough to cover my eyes. And so when you're super pudgy and you're a junior in high school, they, I mean, I might as well have been covered in sars because the girls never even came close to me. The second I got a, a high and tight, kind of like how I wear now whole new world they would come close to me but not give me the time of day things change. right things cha- oh things definitely change huh
2: god damn
0: it i feel your pain all right welcome to the podcast episode Wait, de- are we starting <laughs> we've, we've been starting i'm I, just getting bit levels and stuff like that getting levels uh welcome to the podcast episode number 50 Close. I think we're 50. Sure. Yeah, yeah episode 50, 50 of the Tribune Sports Radio, I'm your host, Ben Raskin, and with me, as always, is digital editor of the Salt Lake Tribune, Kevin Winter-Morris. How you doing, Kev? Good, buddy. And a special part of the original Core Four us in here <laughs> with his Samson-esque locks of lovely, lovely hair. <laughs> Samson? Who's Samson? Samson and Delilah. You know, uh, Delilah cuts his hair, and then he loses all his strength. All his ha- uh, strength
2: is in his hair. The only Delilah I know is that song that uh, Tom Jones sings. That's where I was going. To. Oh, how's that yeah. one go? Yeah. We're not. Right there.
0: We're, it's not, not it's we're not. It's too soon. Anyway, uh, Chris Camrani, RSB writer. I'm here. And how you doing,
2: bud? I'm good, man. Just living. It's May. So, uh, you know. how
0: was your? How was the brief three-week break between covering uh, RSL and then starting to cover RSL? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was nice. I um, took some time off. Went home to see the family in California. Uh-huh. Uh, did some prep stuff here and there in, in February, but it was a really busy off season this year in RS- with RSL, so I didn't really have that much time off outside of you know taking that 10 days off before the season started. Uh, went to DC actually a few weeks ago for a week as well, which was, which was awesome. Oh, that's Second cool because I'm there. going out to DC for uh, my wedding in about
0: four or five weeks and stuff like that. What's uh, some of the sites you saw?
2: Um, we actually lucked out. We got a really awesome Airbnb, which mm. is apparently like this hip thing. It's a I new didn't way to really new it. D- yeah. Uh, we got this really awesome basement apartment right behind the Capitol building. So we didn't have to rent a car. We um just walked everywhere and it was cool. You know, it was it was kind of problematic in that it was spring break, so it was just chaotic, you know, hell broke loose uh-huh. with like middle schoolers and high schoolers there for for visiting museums and whatnot but it was it was good in that everything's free yeah everything's free and the only time you're spending money when you're there is when you're gonna buy food so other than that we spent five days i mean kevin knows i got kevin's famous donut (laughs) <laughs> Tell him, <laughs> not the donut. Whatever the it was, gelato. Gelato. Yeah. Yeah. A big difference. Sorry, I got a donut there too. I got excited about it.
0: I love I love DC for a variety of reasons. One, it's kind of like New York City when you're watching like Law and Order. It's like if you've been if you watch one episode of Law and Order and you go to DC, you uh, automatically DC, you know. You feel like you know, yeah. like uh, uh, the the guy, the gang, uh, Jerry Orbach is going to be walking around the corner at any given Lenny. For in sure, Tennessee. Angie well, Harmon. And with DC, yeah. it's like the same way. You've seen it on TV so many times, and that you so you're so familiar. House with House of Cards. That's
2: the, that's, that's that's where my mind went because like when you're staying by the Capitol building, uh-huh. it's all these. Rea- it's like the one percenters to the max. Yeah. So the whole time, I'm expecting to see like a, what is it, caravan? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Caravan. Motorcade. 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 Yeah. Thank you, motorcade. Just stop on the street. And just you know have some guy get out with sunglasses look like he has a gun just open the door <laughs> oh guarantee like, he has
0: a gun we had yeah. the lieutenant governor in here so. <laughs> oh yeah absolutely
2: so no it, that that was the coolest part is you immediately i immediately go to house of cards even though it's not my favorite show i just you, you're you're like you said tv is, is spoiled us in that nothing is totally unique anymore because we are transported wherever well, I, I, you
0: know it. i agree with you on that you know we'll tie this into sports in a second but it's like uh, I went to the grand canyon for the first time last year and, you know, by all accounts, it's just a big hole in the, su- in the earth. That's all it is. You know, the Colorado River eroded it down there. But when you finally get to the southern rim and you're kind of looking at this expanse, which is the size of the state of Delaware, like, it's overwhelming to the point where you can't even appreciate. And then there's times, like, when you go to New York City for the first time, you see the Statue of Liberty. It's like you'd think it'd be 10,000 times bigger. And, you know, yeah. nothing against the French to get from the French. It was a very nice gift all 100-plus years ago. But it's it's underwhelming to a Thanks
1: certain to extent. Thanks to both French people listening.
2: <laughs> so 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 kind of dovetailing off that, what what city leaves you most awestruck when you just show up? For me, even selfishly, and I have a bias toward it. I think San Francisco. When you when you go there, I think just the layout of it when you're going over the Bay Bridge kind of just captures your eye. New York's just too much, too sprawling yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just this guy knows. It's too sprawling for me. I but hear she- Chicago's cool. I, everyone says Chicago, the downtown, it, it's got the look. I don't know. The, the drive in, um, well, it depends on
1: which way you're coming into Chicago. If you're coming from the southern end, whether you're coming up 90 or you're coming up 55, when you first see the skyscrapers, it's pretty amazing.
2: The Ferris um, Bueller? Is thats that is – that- See that's the no, see, see, going no, see, back to what we were saying, that's yeah. the only thing I know about Chicago is them driving into the city yeah, and yeah. then being in the city.
1: Yeah, the 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 really cool view is if you're coming down Lakeshore Drive from the north side, and that's that's a fairly view. Is that you're heading down toward the city? You got the lake off uh, to your left, and it it's stunning. It, it, to drive down Michigan Avenue and you're driving down the tall buildings it's just stuck. i agree
0: with you in chicago but kind of the chris's point it's like with san francisco and only from the bay bridge not the golden because no. it doesn't no. capture right. but right. as you basically get up to the, the part where now with the new bay bridge it's split in half it's bifurcated as opposed to being stacked yeah you know yeah and so you have this unobstructed view of the city and right. if you look off into the distance you literally can physically see alcatraz
2: yeah. and the golden gate bridge yeah and,
0: You know at that moment it's like you you never you never not know where you are you know exactly and it's an exciting town in and of itself
2: yeah and i think what i like about it and why i'm partial to northern california as opposed to going to la where everything is connected is it's broken up Mm -hmm. by the water you know san francisco is essentially its own little strip uh oakland is part of that Mm -hmm. you know sprawling east bay but even you go down to san jose and then you go to north bay everything's kind of separate everything has its own spot I like santa cruz which is a great town oh you know, i that's love santa a, cruz a, but it's a it's a beach town off yeah. the side of nowhere and it, it takes a while to get there on the most dangerous road <laughs> yeah. one of the highway roads 17 is. is terrifying yeah every time i've driven there there's been a bad accident and you're stuck in traffic for like three or four hours
0: no i'm not and I, you know you you reached out to your hometown but i got to reach out to mine on this one you know it's like las vegas it's it's exactly what you think it is it's, yeah. it's the exact scope and scale it's overwhelming but you know going into there that it's going to be overwhelming and you know, with the additions of, I know and the Luxor has been around for 20 years now, but, you know, with that Luxor sort of like bookending one end mm-hmm. and the stratosphere leading up to the northern part, it's, yeah. like, it's exactly what you think it is. And, yeah. you know, uh, shockingly enough, the rest of the town is, you know, it, it could be El Paso, you know, I mean, or it could be West Valley City here in Salt, La- uh, Salt Lake. But that strip is the most iconic thing and it doesn't, uh, it, it over it under promises and over delivers.
2: Yeah, I don't know anything about Vegas outside of Henderson and the strip. Other than that, like, if you mentioned other areas of Las Vegas, I'd probably Spanish break trails. down, Summerlin. get anxiety. Yeah.
0: Oh, you it's, uh, you know, this is when I knew I lost my Vegas card is when someone said, I live in Summerlin." Like, I oh, like, geez, what, how the hell do I get like to yeah. Summerland from here? Yeah. You know, I, I think Chicago is a good choice on that. I've never been to Miami, but I suspect Miami might be the same way with the yeah. Golden. You know. I wasn't that impressed
1: with Miami. Yeah, I, you don't I, like
0: thongbacks uh, and white beaches. Seattle and, and Por- I mean,
2: Seattle and Portland have some have something going on in that you know Seattle's a little farther the airport's a little farther away from downtown and when and you know when you're driving north, you kind of come up over, over a hill and you just see you know this vast yeah. set of buildings and then one of the first two things you see is Century Link and Safeco Field which is cool which because, they did a really good job yeah, on. Um, Portland's Portland's okay. I mean Portland you got the bridges and. If, I mean, it's not big. Um, San Diego is awesome,
0: but San <laughs> yeah. the, problem is, the problem is San Diego. It's an overblown. It's an overblown military and beach town. But
2: I'm talking about downtown. Yeah, I'm talking about. The, I'm the talking, gas I'm talking is, about. Yeah, Gaslamp. Really, yeah, did a
0: sub- spectacular job with that. You know, but that's more. You know, a, a t- tip of the hat to the city founders for you know doing some good city planning. Yeah,
2: Denver. I'm not. A, not I mean, Denver's cool, but it's not It's just I it underwhelms know. because it's flat, and you think you're in, in the
0: Rockies, but you're not. All right. you do yeah. is you see off into this distance.
1: Yeah, I, I, it, it's weird because having been growing up on the East Coast and then living in the Midwest, you come out, you go to Denver, and you're like, oh, that's cool, you know, the Rockies. You, but they were so far out, and then you come to Salt Lake, and you're like, wait, man, they're right there. And I think – yeah, all right – I'm not saying Salt Lake is the greatest city to view coming in, but it's pretty cool to if you're coming from the airport after you've landed and to see the mountains right behind the city. Oh yeah, oh, oh it's cool. It, it's that's, cool. That's the It's thing. easy. Cool.
2: That's the best part about living in downtown Salt Lake is that you're five minutes from the airport. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and also yeah.
0: like you know you're a Salt Lake kid. You know you're a Salt Lake kid essentially and stuff right. like that. It's like when you finally get off that airport and you see the Wasatch Front. It's like oh I'm home. You know, like all the craziness of the rest of this place is kind of washed away for a second. Yeah,
2: I mean, as long as you can land because it's always turbulent when you're flying in. It's always, that's why it's always more terrifying to me flying in at night. I know we always talk about flying on this podcast because we all do it so much, but I, I always try to book day flights because, there's like you said, there's something about seeing the mountains and being like understanding where you are yeah. as opposed to just looking down and seeing like the sprawling lights. You don't know where you are. Well, it, well t- two things on this. One is that... Not uh, as bad as Reno, though. You know, Reno Reno's sucks. the worst. <laughs> Reno <is laughs> Reno's hilarious. the worst airport <laughs> to fly into.
0: I always assume the pilots are such egomaniacs that they will do everything within their power to land this plane so they can go, you know, hang out with flight attendants afterwards. And yeah, or,
2: g- or get get like a nice meal and put it on their company put card. Put it on the card. company card. Yeah.
0: You know, because they're already crushing quarter million dollar checks a year. Oh, yeah. Hawaii. Totally. Um, The second thing is that I actually I consciously watched the single worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life last week. Yes, I watched uh, Left Behind, the Nicolas Cage rapture movie. Whoa! So in the movie, Nick Cage, he plays an airline pilot that uh, through a series of events, apparently he's starting to cheat on his wife because his wife became a born again Christian. Okay. And so while flying a a Continental flight from uh, New York to uh, uh, London. Uh, he's uh, trying to hook up with a flight attendant there. On the flight. On the Well, you know, wow. they're, like, making the move. Like, he's finally going to kind of close the deal on this person. And then in the middle of the flight across the Atlantic, uh, the rapture occurs, occurs, and all these good people on the plane, you know, some of the flight attendants, some of the passengers get sucked up. Yeah, like, poofed up. All like, these leftists are it's closed It's like the leftovers. Watch. Exactly, like the leftovers. Except they had, like, they had this... this this uh, this this roster of people sitting in first class they had a midget they had a gangster <laughs> they had an attack awesome. atten- I need gangster. to see this movie they had a woman they had a woman whose husband was a professional football player. This is Tribune sports radio so but her daughter was taken up anyway the long and short of it was is that even in this movie during the rapture Nicolas Cage the only part Oh, and the best part is, I think uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes—they give the—they said the performances were so wooden it could have been played by a basketball court. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's a great. But line. as a pilot, he still had the instinct like I have to land this plane to either a get with my wife or b get with his flight attendant. And not get sucked up into and, wherever. Well, they end up landing into the pits of hell, which is you know spoiler alert. Dude, sorry, Well, you, we don't even see This yeah. guy. Come on, man. Any movie that gets a two point three rating on Rotten Tomato, you know, I don't think there's anything as spoilers
2: on that man
0: but so when you're in dc though you said you went to the museum uh just uh talk about that because that's one of the one of the spots we definitely want to go to
2: yeah it's it's it sucks it's one of the ones you have to pay for so you have to pay like 25 bucks but it gets you in back to back days okay from start you know open to close um like six floors really cool everything's different um I was really into all the old newspapers, A1s, that they had yeah. from all over the world going back to, like, the 1700s. Oh, wow. And then, I mean, obviously, the most interesting stuff to me was, like, starting at World War One, mm-hmm. and then going up to, you know, the Vietnam era, just seeing how different newspapers covered the events. Um
0: because a lot of places have dailies and they would have a morning yeah. edition and an evening exactly, edition. exactly the san francisco
2: chronicle yeah. had that too for a long time um the coolest part i thought was they have a 911 exhibit there mm-hmm. and they have one of the communication towers from from one of the towers that fell oh uh, wow just this huge steel beam that's in there and they have i th- i don't know how many a1s but it was probably at least like 70 from from the next day from september 12th yeah. of 2001 and just you know, seeing how people covered him, I, I think the famous one is the San Francisco Examiner with mm-hmm. the photo of the explosion, and it says "bastards." Yeah. That one was always that one stood out to me because I was a kid. I was like 17, 16, 16 or seventeen.
0: But um, let me ask you this: this is I'm not being insensitive on this one. No, it's be always sensitive. sensitive. I really. Just to really highlight how important you know the, the paper that went out on September 12th is, I've always wanted to see a collage of A1s from September 11th itself. You know? That would be cool. Yeah, see, I've never like, really
2: thought about that, just to see how different life was before that day. What we were thinking day. about, That's what a, we good gave idea. a crap about. You should make a point. pitch to the museum, man. <laughs> Dude, that's, the, see, I don't think about stuff like
0: that. Well, it's because it's well, I remember very distinctly on 9-11 is that I, uh, even after the attackers got attacked, I had a dental appointment. And my girlfriend at the time was, uh, her dad was my dentist. We're driving up to northern, you know, the uh, uh, Centerville area and stuff like that. And we're listening to it on the radio, and she says, I can't listen to this. And I remember saying, like, you know, this is bigger than you being a little stressed out. Because guess what? I'm a little stressed out by this. I'm a little gets, stressed out. You know, I've got the pulse of a stone pelican. You know, it's <laughs> like I'm not worried about much of these things. But anyway, I, I remember just thinking as I was getting into the chair for a cleaning, is just like everything I ever knew is different. And, and, I was, and oh, it yeah. wasn't one of those self-serving moments. And so... Be kind of nice to kind of take a no that that would be very cool. That would be were, What cool. we read that morning.
2: Yeah, maybe we can have Kevin go back and and get, get the tribunes a one from September eleventh. But that yeah, maybe. Be. Yeah. I because I have the that sept- might be that might be out of his price yeah. range. I have the September twelfth edition it's, uh, at out, home in the closet. Trip. Yeah, wow. I remember. You know, obviously, I think they, they it, had the tribunes September twelfth issue is one of the many that's uh, on this on this wall. It's an iconic one. It's a it's
0: both. Yeah, sides. What's have have both sides of the page. Come on, yeah, Kevin. Double truck. Double truck. Double trucks? Yeah. So yeah. It, it just has, you could see the siding of the trowers. The, the and it, I mean, it's just, you know, it's an
2: incredibly powerful piece. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah so, for, so for everyone, I, I always bring out my camera phone when we're doing a radio podcast because it mm. makes no sense, but I'm just. You so know.
0: why don't you describe what you see there? Right. Uh, well,
2: describe it for uh, my mother and their three other listeners. Both of them. Go ahead, Chris. No, no, you're looking no, at I, it.
1: I'm not sure what I am. Looking. All right,
2: I'll look at it. Yeah. So, like I said, there's I think there was about seven or eight rows that had at least ten, ten rows across of what would you say like seven by ten? Is that the more accurate? Is that how you describe a grid? Sure, whatever. Yeah. And it's just like the the photo I'm looking at is the Tribune, USA Today, uh, Irish Independent. There's one from Brazil. There's oh, so one the from the. Va- is not just for the United States. The, no, there's one from the Vancouver Sun. There's one from the Detroit Free Press uh san francisco examiner there's the one in the top corner that, that I was, what i was talking about with you said oh it? the bastards one. yeah so wow. that was really cool the museums is a trip and they have a they have a they have a whole uh section dedicated to journalists who have died in the field and mm-hmm. how they died and and you know why they died that, yeah. that 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 there's a lot more than you think that um it's that was really Richard interesting pearl, it's no d- daniel pearl pardon me, yeah pardon yeah me, that it was, was it, it was it was um it was really cool that that was one that I would definitely say you should do mm-hmm. for sure, even though you got to pony up a little bit.
0: That's well, everything else is you know like you said, it's on the free. It's free. We've got a Capitol tour set up with uh, my congresswoman, uh, there you go. Mrs. Mia Love. And so uh, we're going to meet you. You get to hang out with Mia? We're going to hang out with Mia Dude, love. you have to do a selfie
2: with Mia. Oh, Promise we're, me you will no, do a I've selfie already, with uh, Mia.
0: part of my letter to correspondence with uh, the Congresswoman's office is that I insist upon getting a photo with the Congresswoman in her office.
2: Maybe, in. but maybe just take out your iPhone and do like a oh. five-minute interview and we can have it on Tribune <laughs> Sports Radio, That's man. That's not a bad just
1: idea. I, yeah, I'm sure that that would. <laughs> she'd be more than open to She that. loves
2: the Tribune, right? Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. She's yeah, yeah. pro-Tribune. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, I think it's her first or second favorite paper the state, you know, <laughs> easily first and second favorite, probably the Daily Herald's first, yeah, then Trib, Chronicle. <laughs> And then
1: the you
2: talk the Chronicle, the Spectrum, The Spectrum. Yeah. So Logan uh, Journal. What is there any sports we're talking about? Uh, minus, well, on?
0: I'll tell you my one sporting thing. So we're getting married on June 19th, and uh, because it's an elopement, uh, an announcement. Elope. 19 because of Tony Gwynn. Oh, it, I <laughs> wish I had thought of
2: that. <laughs> well, no, it is. You can pull, you can pull I just, that I off. Wish you can I of. you can like you can stitch a 19 into your uh, into your suit well, or something. I just wear my
0: Tony
1: Gwynn lapel pin.
2: Yeah, you know? do it, man. You gotta
1: have a jersey, don't you?
0: Oh, I have. Tony Gwynn jersey to get married in? Uh it's it's not a it's not it's it was it fit <laughs> it's nicely not about eleven
2: years ago and it's, uh, it's, Aaron could wear it. It's it's it, it the, is it wearing. the white or the navy one?
0: It's the uh, it's the blue pinstripe ones yeah. with the orange. That's oh yeah, yeah, the ones
2: like they the ones they wore in the World Series against in, the, the Yankees. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's, it's not their best look, right? You know, the Padres, the Taco Bell jerseys. I stand by this. It's probably one of it's one of the most iconic jerseys. Well, you, you
2: don't like people. the the camo jerseys that they wore for I a like long time. I like the fact
0: they support the troops on Sundays at home games. Right. I think it's great that they let all the Navy Seamen in as well as yeah. the Marines in. But uh, it, it's not my it's not the sharpest look. Yeah. Did
1: did anyone look better in those camo jerseys than Ryan Klesko,
2: dude?
1: I I think he absolutely hands down. Because he had a like a handlebar mustache, something going on with a a big old, with a a big old dip, dip, (laughs) big
2: old dip, just waiting to smack one to right. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, sorry, getting back to your point about June nineteenth. Because Tony Gwynn wasn't going
1: to (laughs) look
0: stealthy in those. Well, the only part about two too, is Tony Gwynn is just, you know, I, I weigh about as much as two Gwynns. Um, two Gwynns. So, no, anyway, so on the 19th, after, after we get done with the wedding, we're going to take some pictures at the Lincoln Memorial, and then we've got tickets to go see uh, the Nationals play the Pirates that night. Nice. So uh, I've heard, Pirates? Yeah.
2: On the night of your You should wedding. have organized it so when the Padres were in
0: D.C. Padres don't come in there until well September, so it's on the table. Well, it, eh. yeah, why rush that, it? Why rush the wet? Why? We've only been together ten years. You're yeah, absolutely right. That's what Why I'm saying. Right. <laughs> no, anyway. So hold on one sec, guys. We're gonna be back in just one sec. We have a technical problem. We're gonna fix it lickety-split. look at the Please try again. All right. Hey, welcome back real fast. Hey, joining us is uh, old, another old pal of the show, Matt Piper. How are you doing, Matt?
3: <laughs> Good. And this is again where we need to have the the Stone Cold Steve Austin breaking <laughs> glass. <laughs> dun, dun, dun,
2: dun, dun, dun. <laughs> And you need like Matt needs to come in like smacking some two beers together and <laughs> drenching us in whatever stone cold. Let's us, do the Tribute Sports
0: Radio. Give me
3: a hell yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. The Beer truck. Yeah, the beer truck. All back up the back up the beer truck up to the up to the mat. Just Speaking
3: McMahon across the ring.
0: Yeah. You can't get
2: out of the Just way. Stunner <laughs> transition. <laughs>
0: Well, speaking about lack thereof of blood on the canvas, uh, I think so. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about the Manny Pacquiao um, Mayweather Pacquiao fight since we uh, Kevin and I did a kind of a preview of it. Uh, you said, uh, Chris, you didn't get a chance. to No, see I it. did. I did. Oh, you did watch it. I
2: did. I did watch it. Um, had some, had some friends over. We didn't think we were going to be able to figure it out, but you know, it turns out like pay-per-view is actually a thing. I'd never ordered a pay-per-view before, uh-huh. so we all pitched in and paid for it. Um, we made some some slow roasted pork that worked out great. Okay. Um, and then, like before the fight started, I knew it was going to be crappy. There's because there's no way it was gonna it was anything was going to happen. And the first round, you know, like, yeah, it's it, this is going to go twelve. Mayweather's just going to you know bob and weave bob weave and He's then slick as snot and then Pacquiao's just going to say he won the fight after which he did. And it was—it just proved that boxing isn't for our generation. Well, it just—it just—it just, it was just—it was all the hype. My I said,
0: I was one of those guys that was actually expecting the hype to somewhat live up. I mean, the, the fight to live up to some of the uh, the hype. But you
2: should have known better, because it's Mayweather. I
0: knew it, but it was—but you know, at the end of this, it's like it was the first time ever. I'm like, well, maybe it's time for me to give UFC some actual serious consideration. You know, because. I like these combat sports, I like these blood sports, and this one there, it was a tickle fight, and you know what, the thing that really, really chapped my my ass on this one, (laughs) is going into the seventh round, I had it scored 3-3, and I was scored 4-2 on that, but I really thought there was a couple of rounds that Pacquiao had kind of picked up, and I know he won the third on this one. Going into the seventh though, there was this moment where Pacquiao comes out there and he the tape on this. He extends his right glove and they touch gloves and then Mayweather winks at him. Not winks at him, but smiles at him. And it was almost to say, like, you idiots. Or, like, everyone out here like is a sh- moron. Yeah, you should have known. Just, we now have the gross national product of Belize in our back pockets that we're going to split up 60-40. You know, let's not, I'm not going to embarrass you and you're not going to hurt me. And it was—it was just seemed so complicit, like there was a fix that was on there. Tell but, him. Anyway, Tell the, him. Well,
3: also on that note, you know, like think about the sort of the genius of delaying this fight. If you think that there is a conspiracy uh, between the two of them to just make where they make three hundred million dollars, collusion them. is the word I would use, not conspiracy.
0: <laughs> well, okay, Both. so
3: they they delay this fight, which was probably, if you're smart, inevitably. gonna Well, I won't say smart. I I think to me it was inevitably going to be a letdown because I don't think anybody who's smaller than Floyd Mayweather is ever going to beat that guy. He's just a tank to guys who
0: are small. His size are smaller, right? And he's he's also, you know, he wants to be compared to Ali and stuff like that. But you know what, defensively, he might be TBE. There's a slight chance defensively he might be one of the greatest fighters we've ever had in at least the last hundred years.
3: Sure, so knowing that, I mean, if you go back five years ago, and they both knew that. It made a lot of sense for them not to fight each other. How much money has Floyd Mayweather made in that time beating up on other chumps before setting <laughs> up the eventual fight that was always going to happen between him and Pacquiao? Yeah. It was brilliant strategy. I mean, those guys both made each other, you know, half a billion dollars by delaying <sighs> that fight. Man,
2: and what, how, how much would we make they if we still got made that, r- They
3: would have made this much back then. Yeah. But then it would have been over, because yeah. look what's happened. People are like, I don't want to watch boxing anymore. Yeah. This is a stupid story. I agree.
0: That part, that was the part that really chapped me, because then they started talking about after after uh, the the post-fight interviews. Like, hey, do you want to do a rematch? And then, you know, Mayweather was cordial the day of. The next day, he calls him a chump, and he calls him a punk, and, you know, he's not a real fighter and stuff like that. And so at that point, you know he's going to dodge him for the rest of it. I think you're absolutely right that they timed this perfectly to line their pocketbooks. But, I mean, in the process, in the aftermath of this, like, who is going to
2: watch boxing? You know, it's like man watching the Klitschko's, and I don't know the next heavyweight coming up. No, I mean, I think the winner of it was going back to your saying is is MMA. Yeah. Like even even like Ronda Rousey. I would, I would, I would almost at this point see who could challenge Ronda Rousey as who can challenge Floyd Mayweather because there's no backing out of an MMA fight. No, you're either going to get knocked out, or you're going to get submitted, or you're right? Gonna
0: arm, you're going to get armbarred.
2: Yeah, un- until your arm goes out of the socket, <laughs> right? I mean, it's so, ma- so maybe to Matt's point, maybe that's 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 maybe where it's going is people don't want to watch boxing anymore because there's that if this was the fight of our generation, quote unquote, no one cares anymore because they, they feel, were
0: obviously you know about, a, bu- a bunch about the fight game, Matt. It's like do you ever feel like boxing is just kind of in a time capsule where you can appreciate, like, oh, we're going to watch The Thrill in Manila. We're going to watch Foreman and Frazier in Jamaica, you know, that set up the, the Rumble in the jungle? Like, is it, I mean, do we look at it like is an antiquated sport, you know? Yeah.
3: Like, well, I think that's what brings people together for the pay per view. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, you know, I don't, would a football fan pay $100 to watch any football game, including the Super Bowl? I mean, you know, maybe if you gathered a bunch of people together, they'd yeah. pay for the Super Bowl. But yeah. otherwise, f- Die-hard football fans wouldn't pay that much to watch football. But it's just sort of this idea that, you know, you're, you're, it's a part of Americana to gather with your friends and watch a fight together, and, you know.
0: You know, it sucks. Is that, you know, it's, no, <laughs> I, I thought about you're it fired that. You've up about this. You part. know, no, I, I am pissed about this because the three things that I, you know, for, in terms of sports reporters, uh, you know, uh, from yesteryear. And stuff like uh, Norman Mailer and like uh, George P- uh, Plimpton and stuff like that is that these guys wrote about boxing, horse racing, and baseball almost as better than anybody out there and stuff. And on the day of the fight, we had the Kentucky Derby, we had uh, allegedly the fight of the century, and presumably there's a baseball game going on. I was I would I wouldn't have known, but you know it's what's all said and done. It's like those are three f- old fogey sports. You know, it's like. Horse racing is, you know, it's it's the most exciting two minutes, but, I mean, even the buildup watching the Derby kind of stunk, you know? Well, I think it's – I thought the pageantry of the I, – honestly, I thought the pageantry of the Kentucky Derby was better than this fight. When you see Jimmy Kimmel walking with Manny Pacquiao, at that point you're not thinking for one moment maybe there was collusion and
2: this is just this, this Maximus Circus, you know? Well, that was, that was at a time when, like <laughs> – I'm I'm trying to figure out how to word this correctly, but there was it online pornography? No, we definitely loaded, not we that. Were loaded
0: with all these options on the internet. No, I, I,
2: no, it's that at the time. Minute Twenty-seven. I'll edit that. There, out. There, <laughs> there, was, there was a time when there was a certain type of you know demographic that generally ruled what went on in this country. I mean that was this was like 50, 60, 50 60 years ago. Yeah, yeah they, they, they still do. I'm yeah. I'm just I'm just saying in terms of you know popular sports, we've come a long way. People like you can even look at the um, real uh, HBO Sports did something about you know the lack of African American baseball players these days. I mean, yeah. baseball is different. Boxing is dif- is different. It's not. It's just. It's a different time. You have football. You have basketball. You even have soccer yeah, coming on don't in don't this country.
3: How, I don't honestly know. I mean, it, the nostalgia, it, it's it's sad to see it go, but were, did those sports do a lot of good in some for the world? I mean, socially? how many people, the, you could, okay, you could you say they, one they, big argument they did, they did a, a lot of good, made. but did, did they do more good than they did bad? I mean, think of all the lives that went down the tube on a fight or a yeah. race. Oh, well, and the know?
0: corruption was yeah. second to none. But, you know, but to that same side of the coin, you know, <laughs> arguably one of the great greatest civil rights, activist that we had was Muhammad Ali you yep. know and so without his story yeah it <laughs> no, gets tied into that I'm, I see what you're getting with this like with horse racing okay you know what I mean
2: I haven't even ridden a pony before you know I, I like Betty you haven't a, well maybe it's a, we the, a d- okay episode 51 <laughs> needs to be us at a pony stable <laughs> on, ponies. on ponies can we do a and cattle route ra- ra- no cattle ra- dude I'm serious <laughs> this is what the Tribune Sports Radio should be about <laughs> yeah sorry that's an do you person. know a guy? Do you know? A I have a, a pony guy. I have a pony dude. I can get us. I can get us some ponies. How
0: many ponies you need? I have like. Five, I can get ponies. like.
2: I can get like three ponies. I I feel very
1: confident that your pony guy does not have a pony supports me or Ben Raskin.
2: Me and my. Me and Matt are fine I though. still. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: the two of you guys sure go for your pony ride. Benny and I are on the side. The horse is going. <laughs> Hell
2: no. No, just going back to what you're saying, though. It's baseball, boxing, horse racing. That's a that's a time that they're making they're making movies about those times I mean, they're making Sea Biscuit yeah, no, You know, what I mean, they're like, just that's, like that's you know it's, 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 like, it's, it's it's
0: it's all historic now. So we just, but what, but
2: what? they're even before our time. Like yeah. the the one before major time, yeah. the the one major fight I can remember in my lifetime that I remember was Holyfield Tyson when I was watching that fight when Tyson bit his ear off. that's that's before that. I mean, when was that? That had to have been like over fifteen, 15 years ago. ago. Yeah, so I mean, we had to wait this long for this crappy of a fight, and then where everyone was let down. It's like no one cares anymore. Maybe almost twenty years. Yeah, ago. it it, I, it was you a long spell. time um, ago. I thought it was ninety seven. I, I was gonna guess ninety six. Yeah. So for the second, it was point. it was a long time ago. You know, right, and, so and and wait. and going back to Matt's point is what 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 good what good does boxing do? Floyd Mayweather. I know it's a private event, but. Floyd Mayweather even went as far as to deny, you know, press passes to two female journalists which who is, who did investigative, you know, reporting domestic violence. Yeah. So, I mean, and it does kind of make me feel a little gross that I paid to watch that fight now. Yeah. So
3: that's that's, I guess, uh, my story. Yeah. I didn't pay to watch that fight. Uh, I watched it on Periscope, <laughs> which, which is I, on a sub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it really limited my view, you know, and it's, I don't even know how they fit it in that the MGM Grand, but. Uh... <laughs> tell tell, tell, <laughs> tell, what is. Like tell them what it, it is. Tell them what it is. By the way,
1: Holyfield Tyson 2, the ear bite was June 28th, 1997. All right. Benny was right. All right, so the, you're on <laughs> a, sub, a yellow submarine yeah. inside the MGM. Yeah. <laughs> the... <laughs>
3: Yeah, so no, I watched it on this new Twitter application that can live stream video called Periscope, and Periscope—it's sort of a, a breakthrough, I think, for live streaming through social media. It had thus far been sort of confounding to me. I've been trying to think of how am I going to use Periscope in my life to better serve my readers, and I hadn't really come up with any answers that. Uh, actually profited the tribute over the fence of but then i found U U th- football practice <laughs> the value of periscope <laughs> the value of periscope is that when a billion people are watching this floyd mayweather manny pacquiao fight and you know 10 million are on periscope inevitably somebody is live streaming their TV. And oh. the, the, I was able to watch the fight this way, and I, I watched the, did the fight. Did you the aha moment too? No, but I, the story I, I, gets I, I, better. I watched, That's why I'm I watched smiling. it in like four or five languages. So what happens is, <laughs> with Periscope, when you like something, you tap the screen, and a little heart pops up, yeah. and it's sort of it's like a like on Facebook or a favorite on Twitter. And so I'm watching these these fights, and then people keep <laughs> commenting, "Don't give hearts." because then Periscope finds out that you're pirating this feed and they shut you down. Okay. And, I, but, and so I had to go like from round to round. For, for whatever reason, Periscope was allowing it to go to the end of the round. I think they sort of liked this, but they wanted to seem like they were cracking down on it. And then we get to like the last four or five rounds and I get to this Turkish feed. And this guy's speaking English And he's saying, more hearts, please. Please, more hearts. And people are commenting at him like, oh, no, we can't give you hearts because then they'll shut it down. He's like, no, I will not shut it down. More hearts, please. If you do not give hearts, I will shut it down. And like every five or six seconds, this guy keeps saying "more hearts, please." So that's how I watched the climactic moments of the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. And I could have turned off the sound, but I was enjoying that I think more than the fight.
2: You should have gone to. You should have gone to another level and filmed with your <laughs> with your phone. You filmed should have him. The periscope. The yeah. periscope. section. Yeah. More, yeah. more hearts, please. More hearts, please. More hearts, please. <laughs> See, I told you it Oh, uh, it's story. a brave new world.
3: At one point, somebody was like, shut up, you Spanish idiot. <laughs> like, it was so obviously not speaking Spanish. Uh,
1: That's hilarious. Great story, Piper. <laughs> it's awesome. The uh, I, 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 Last night on uh, Wednesday night, Piper, you and I both were watching the lead designer for the Washington Post lay out the front page of their sports section, which was kind of interesting after – what happened in dc sports last night where mm. the wizards lost on the last second shot the the capitals lost in game 7 in overtime to the rangers um, it, it was kind of it was kind of interesting to, to see that the the way that they were were doing that and um, were they asking for more hearts uh, it, he wasn't uh, hearts although things. now i know why the hearts kept appearing i didn't <laughs> I just get that no, I, don't, I
2: don't i don't understand and you guys might be able to tell me why is DC synonymous for being like a sad sports city? It's like, like it there's so sad last dude, night. Dude, but like Cleveland's Sen- sad. Cleveland's never won anything. There's so, um, there are so many sad sports cities. Well, how about the one cities. is that
0: they've been abandoned before? You know, the Senators yeah. went down yeah, that's to Arlington. True. No, so that's that true. doesn't help the cause. No, I'm
2: just I just know like I've seen a lot of people on Twitter being like sad city when like a bunch of DC well, teams lose and the greatest
0: and I, sports team name and then they changed it to something you do in Dungeons and Dragons. What's that? Washington
2: Bullets, man.
0: Yeah. I He's thought Expos. Used to be the Baltimore Bullets.
3: Well they have the worst sports team name now. Well so oh, it's yeah. with
0: it's without the, a doubt. The Capitals.
2: <laughs> 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 no yeah, pretty bad one, actually. Both of those are pretty bad. I mean, not really the big. wizard is Whoa just... I just I didn't realize that they have the Nationals and the Capitals. DC sucks. Don't get married. Man. <laughs> I'm ashamed I went there. Sorry. I don't know why it's not a sad, I can't see it being a sad sports town, you well, know. Whatever. I think
0: uh, Salt Lake could be sadder considering we don't have a, We've had two finals appearances, and we don't have a baseball team here.
2: You got the bees. A, a national yeah, it was kids' team. day on Monday. Yeah, Kurt Cragthorpe was can, there.
3: Well, the, the, let's talk more about though the Nationals and the Capitals. What is a national? You talk about somebody being an ex-national. Yeah, but what what exactly is a national? And the capitals, there's only one there's only one capital. They're they're just fundamentally bad names. And I never really thought about that before. Well each
1: guy is a capital. So a collection of capital, a guy they're capital each, guys. Each guy is a capital. <laughs> so there's a capital gain. Each guy and has they a capital, capital on his jersey. And so the collection no. of single capital would be but what's it
2: representing? The capital building. Well, obviously, the, the capital, capital of the country. But right? I mean, if you think the about it, though, they the city—it's
1: not the building because. It's but don't the they? they I
2: them. swear they have the building on their jerseys. They do. Yeah. Okay. So see, no, no. Yeah, they, no. T-
0: they, I think what they—they they screw the. Wh- what on would this you prefer them to the have? The senators. They should have been the senators. I'm, I thought we're Why? going back to the Nationals.
1: Why couldn't they be the representatives? But maybe that's wordy, no. no. and
0: I don't think many people can spell representatives on the first. They attempt. should be the. Including this guy. They should be the Jazz.
1: No, that's. That's, why are you going with the Senators?
0: Because I, I like the idea of a little, once again, old man Raskin with his nostalgia here, but I like the idea of them kind of like uh, filling a, gap or a hole that they had taken out 50 years
2: ago. Wait, did the Ottawa Senators used to be in D.C.? No. Then why are they called the Senators? Because, because that's the capital the, of It's Canada. the national capital of Canada. I'm not into hockey, man. Well, you're pissing not into <laughs> <the> <laughs> geopolitics. It's pissing me off. No, it is. <laughs> No, nah, it makes no sense. So who's alive in hockey? I, I heard the Rangers won last night? Yes. Are the, the du- Rangers? Are the, and the ducks, are the ducks the in? The ducks and the Blackhawks. Those I, are your I final guessed four. about the ducks.
1: That was a good guess. Because of the mighty ducks. Right. Clearly. Uh, one nice. of the finest
2: trilogies the ever knuckle made. puck
3: is, uh, is, is jeff bezos is is the the hearts on periscope is that is he monetizing that is that the answer for the <laughs> washington post should <laughs> should we be should we be yeah we periscoping sh- every moment of our lives you think we
1: should be periscoping this especially He's considering right. the amount of times that w- we use hand motions or chris shows pictures that would Yeah really
3: chris is really bad about the hand motion he does awesome hand motions and you just miss right. all of it but periscoping, Right, when Chris this, is like, yeah, and I'm on, like on, this. Matt. But you can't see it. Here's my thought about yeah. that periscoping, though. Back to, like, an original point before I, I got on a horrible <laughs> tangent. But I, I was really amazed that that guy had the self-confidence to periscope sports design in real time because I've done that. I've done, I've done that job before, and I've had the thought many a time that people would be very unimpressed by this <laughs> if they watched it live. And I, I always thought it would be cool to like to take a, a video camera and speed it all up for right. like two minutes. So it's right. like a time lapse kind of thing. And then you see how it comes together. But yeah, mm. it's painstaking putting together. Yeah. I mean, and, and layout, I think, is one of the most unimpressive things to watch somebody do because it's like tinkering with a photo, you know, moving it a, a pica left or right. Mm. It's, you know, changing the headline size by a point or two and, and doing that and stepping back and looking at it over and over and over again. Oof. I mean, it almost seems like you're like a challenge person when, when, yeah. you're, when you're working on a that layout out. for a page. How long, it, it how, was long was he,
2: how long was he – how long was he – how long did it take him? I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't
1: watch for hours. I, I kind of checked back in. And when – the, when I looked, it was shortly after the loss, uh, uh, shortly after the haw- or after the Hawks had beaten the Wizard. the the Wizards. So, but the the hockey game had been over for a while. He was playing with at the time was. Um, playing with different photos
2: from the hockey game as the lead image. So he he is he put his phone somewhere behind him. Is that what he did? Or, it, or essentially, like be, I don't you know, set between him and this, his Or is this desk. just as a mobile uh, device? Yeah. So yeah, I he, don't know. He, he was we just
1: showing. Yeah, it was on. A, it was his phone, and he was just showing wow. his computer screen. And um, uh, and it was cool. It, what was cool though was that like people were suggesting different headlines, or they'd be like, "Oh, I like you got to go with the photo of the goalie no, on his back." We should do that here. And, if we did it while we were writing that would be the
3: most traumatic experience of my entire life
1: <laughs> that people if people, a
3: w- if people a saw transition. me if people saw me like yeah, yeah. I, like like agonizing over a lead just like staring at a blank screen typing up something stupid because i know that's the thought i want to express and then that i'm, I'm going to come back to it and say it more eloquently later but that's out there for people to just see and comment right. on Oh, my God. So, I feel so naked it, doing
1: that. It, I was—I mean, it's awful. really what Benny tries to do a lot of times with the <laughs> podcast, where he's like, well, what did you write? And how did you write? I
2: mean, essentially,
0: it's... Well, it's Benny I, I
2: mean, started Periscope.
0: No, but I was, my question to you is, like, how far away is this making, you know, with... Uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and it there. It's like I'm on, my, on my, own, my own social media hub right now. Now with this Periscope, it sounds like now I could be my own reality TV star. Yes. You man. know, if you I mean, wanted to be, I mean, stresses you know. me
1: out.
2: We've just talked about two ways. It you out. You used.
0: know, you're not Pauly. You Who's Polly uh, From uh, Jersey Shore. DJ Polly D. Jim t-
2: I just don't, I'm just tired, man. I just don't know how to handle all these things. No, but I, the point
0: being, it's just like that movie, uh, was it Her? The uh, Oh, well, great movie. Yeah, the way you have your phone set up right there. I mean, by logic, yeah. you could have, he could be periscoping yeah, this entire conversation. True. Yeah. He could periscope every waking moment as he goes throughout his day
2: writing. Maybe like, I should quit my job and just periscope my life every single day. Become a periscope day. star like a YouTube star? Like Truman Show.
0: Well, I mean, it seems to me that's the direction we're going with this. Yeah. I'm uh, pretty down. soon cops are going to want to be uh, looking at your periscope feed uh, to apprehend <laughs> yeah. legal action. Punch activity. in
2: your punch in your four digit code <laughs> so we can see your periscope. <laughs> I need <feed>. your <laughs> pin number cuz we need to make sure you weren't doing
0: XYZ Jeez, last night. Jesus, man. No, it's, what, what are we talking about sports?
2: No. What's that? We, <laughs> there's there none. Where are we? What
1: what would be uh, you know that that example of last night with the Hawks beating the Wizards on last second shot losing in overtime gave them 7 in the playoffs. Like there there is no comparison Utah wise. I,
2: it would be mm-hmm.
1: like right?
2: I mean I think if like the I think if the Jazz I think you could throw the Jazz and BYU or Utah in the mix. The, yeah, like obviously start the Jazz. Line
3: here. And and if it were BYU and Utah, both losing, then it would actually be, you know, some solace for both fan bases. Yeah. Right. I mean, it wouldn't be, you know, almost nobody is just a fan of both. people who play football yeah. in Utah,
0: right? Yeah, but you're talking about seven the stars aligned there. You know, it'd have to be what's the game's then? you know, because it doesn't the calendar doesn't match up nice enough right. to, to just kind not of crush enough. it. Yeah. So you'd yeah. almost it'd need yeah. to be
3: like RSL and the Jazz and BYU lose and crushingly, and yeah, and
0: Cottonwood Heights lose, you know, Cottonwood High loses a, a key a soccer game, you know,
1: it, it, yeah, yeah, that would crush me. That would the Colts, probably. man. Hit it's home. Home. Yeah, it <laughs> hits home, guys. The Colts could happen to you, <laughs> right? Precautionary tailgang, except that it'd be another Utah team that beat them, so that would be a celebration for them. Oh, the then we, okay, we could celebrate the other team, but right, I
2: what. yeah, I mean, it's whatever. I'm in a periscope right now. Yeah. So that's probably <laughs>
1: not a good idea. <laughs> You'd have to put on pants.
2: I'm trying to, I'm trying so, to. So uh, I'm going to wrap up the
0: Pacquiao thing with you really fast. So you're, you think, do you think this is not the, 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 the coffin nail into boxing, but this is now boxing can enter a realm where it's a niche sport, almost like the way World Cup rugby is?
3: <laughs> well, people have been saying boxing's dead ever since Tyson emerged and had sort of no, no uh, con- competition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think people assumed that boxing was going to die completely once the heavyweight division fell apart. I think that once there became so many belts it stopped making any sense anymore and here we are 20 years past that point and we still had two fighters making 300 million dollars in a fight so i i don't know how much it's curtains for boxing but i think maybe maybe this is this is finally that sort of that last high point uh because the there's no apparent exciting heavyweight and i think if floyd mayweather wanted to make the most money now he'd go fight some MMA guy, right? Oh, dude, that'd be
2: awesome.
1: I mean, really, it, it's kind of a "you aren't gonna fool me again" type of thing, I think, because there, there is, I, I couldn't name a, a boxer coming up, I, and regardless of, of weight, I, I couldn't okay. name one right now, and so, I think that this was kind of your last chance. There, there was a generation of boxing fans who still were interested, but I think that they're kind of increasing in age and it's kind of at the point now where like there isn't one that you see right now where you know, the names of the boxers and in two years or three years, you're like, Oh, I'm really going to want to see yeah. them beat up someone else. That isn't that there just aren't those well, names out there. And so you've kind of, now you've got people who are, you know, in their twenties and, and younger who are like, I mean, for, for me, I, yeah, I remember Tyson fighting and, and, and you know being the premier name in boxing but those days are long gone and and now you have people who you know kind of that that target age group where n- there just isn't boxing names that they're like they were they were a
2: monster in their day It's almost like it's almost like the slam dunk contest how no one does the slam dunk contest anymore except there are no people well, to slam what down.
0: What would you say about this, that, you know, boxing and all the great fighters that we have been talking about, they all came up vis-a-vis poverty because, you know, at a time you can go train at a boys and girls club, you know, like Foreman fought down in Texas and he basically was hitting a bale of hay. Until he ended up catching a break, it seems now with poverty, with these athletes that could actually be heavyweight champions of the world, they have other op- opportunities now, and specifically Absolutely. football. Yeah. You know, it's like, just, yeah, you know prob- we probably have 25 heavyweight potential <laughs> champions in the NFL right now. They're all playing middle linebacker. Free
3: agency, yeah. free agency, it, and team sports yeah. probably would be the one yeah. thing you'd point out the most yeah. And yeah. that say, killed boxing. Because yeah, if Muhammad Ali comes up today and catches Clay, is, yeah. I guess he's he's not boxing. He's an right. idiot to box. Why no, wouldn't right. you? If you've got skills like he's a that, a middle linebacker, you, or <laughs> yeah. even you're, he's even probably stupid to do that. He'd probably go yeah. be a third baseman and yeah. get a guaranteed contract. You know, right? So yeah, I think yeah, I, I'm sure
2: Bo Jackson would would have been a hell of a boxer. Yeah, oh. no, but oh. you know what I but mean. But you yeah.
0: know the, the other side too is that you know you have these boys and girls clubs. It's like now they have like this Pop Warner that's picking up kids. Like there's shows on Esquire that's like with teeny tots or whatever it is where it's like five-year-olds you know learning football it's become such a business now that they're doing talent scouting i mean how much of your time spend on the draft you know what's talking about you just with use university of utah football you know it's what the readers want and there's a big population that's very interested in how the next team's coming up but i don't see i don't see that dire need to get into fighting you know and yeah. and also now with this fighting it's like why would you not just become a mixed martial artist yeah. where you're not going to get diversify huge paychecks your but you know uh, only but, you're only cashing the ten million dollars check for a fight.
1: You know, I I think part of the the problem with boxing was you saw what it did, like you saw what it did to Muhammad uh-huh. Ali. Yeah, that's a good like point. Like the the physical toll that it took on him, and and it kind of makes me wonder. You know, as, as you were going through some of those names of the big time fighters, like is it is football going to go down that road too? I mean, football is so immensely popular in this country right now, and. I openly admit that I enjoy watching football and college as well as the pros. But you're starting to see the toll that that pounding is taking on people. Is that, is that going to start – is the tie going to start to turn no. where you aren't going to be playing it grow, as a youth because you don't want your brains to get beat in and not know your name? When there are
2: 60 school. guys on a team boxing there's one guy no. there's always going to be another person who i mean maybe ma- it maybe it get wa- gets watered down but there's it's it's a numbers game and i and i hate being
0: callous when i say this because I, I see the damage that concussions have done just you know, my favorite fighter is joe frazier and towards the end of his life he had more health problems than he knew what to do with and it's probably right. because his brain was all perpetually bruised he was, yeah. you know just he had a, a continuous concussion for the last five years of his life and i hate to sound callous when it comes to uh, football but it's, it's the life you choose, you know, yeah. like school yeah. teachers who make a life of teaching. they can't complain about making, you know, an, uh, they know the salary going into it. P- cops, unfortunately, have to know that part of the danger is they might get shot or there's yeah. going to be violence associated with it. And with football, I think this br- br- uh, blunt trauma is a component of the game. And I think as fans of it it's one of the one of the components that people really want when they watch a football game
1: right but what i'm saying is i'm wondering if people are are starting to take notice and are saying you know what my kid isn't going to play football now because i don't want my kid to end up like a lot of the guys yeah. now are killing themselves and yeah. have all kinds of issues. But you can,
0: and I hate to use my dad as an example. He never let me play high school football, which has always been a regret. But he's went, there never, no, never has there been a bigger Northwestern football fan <laughs> on this planet because he loves watching football. He just didn't want his boys playing it. Right. Well, and and you know, th- right. And exactly. You would have been a great football player. Would have been a gr- so, long snapper. Yeah. So you would you? Think
3: there would have been a, You think the market of it. Will survive even if the talent isn't quite. The talent there might anymore. be
0: diminished, but at that point, maybe when maybe right now we're saturated in talent. You know, like maybe the only I, I don't know I don't know I can't I can't get a, pro, a projection of where the sport's going to be. But I think currently there's an insatiable appetite for football, and that I don't see that disappearing. How's this? Yeah. In the Time of my lifetime, boxing could very well die. In my lifetime, football will not die. No,
1: no, I don't think so either. But I'm wondering if we are approaching or have reached the golden age and that the decline that boxing saw if that's what uh, the if essentially foot if what i'm wondering is boxing 50 years ahead of where foot where football is so that in 50 years football is going to be the one that's really kind of going away i don't i it's hard for me to imagine that because of the popularity of football now but i wonder if perhaps (laughs) that that wouldn't be the nice. only
2: way football goes away is if people who played football themselves start telling their kids, they don't want them to play football because so, the best football players are generally bred from previously good football no, players I, or similar guys of similar stature, human beings of similar corn- stature. fed
0: kids out in the fields throwing bales of hay that, you know, the only way they can have kind of an outside view of the world is go play football. I don't know. I, I think football is a little more complicated. Than and it's, just, yeah, it's
2: way more of a culture yeah, thing. It's,
0: yeah, it's cultural. And, you know, it's a way of representing your school at the high school level. And it's like you were saying, it's a
2: team, it's a team yeah. sport. It's yeah. free agency. It's an opportunity
0: it's at the college level, and then it can become a profession at the professional level. Yeah.
3: Th- this kind of changing the topic a little bit, but I wonder what will happen. I think, to me, UFC is inevitably doomed as an organization because I think they've somehow got it so they control all these fighters, and they're all under contract with UFC, and that's crazy. You yeah. look at Floyd Mayweather pulling in 180 million. How can you justify only giving John Jones or whatever, you know, right. 1.5 2 million a fight? That's going to stop eventually. Yeah. Gonna, and I think that that once you start to see, you know, I don't know right now how elite the athletes are in UFC compared to the NFL maybe, but once you start to see that dollar figure go up, then maybe you really see ultimate fighting and MMA take off. Because it'll draw people for, I mean, it's a way easier buck than to go to college and fight your way onto a 53-man NFL roster, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 to just go out and fight, you know, and have it, find out what you're made of right away.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, the guys that are worth, like, uh, (laughs) Roy uh, Bones Jones, and John Jones on that. It's like, uh, he's been training as a mixed martial artist for, what, 15 years? You know, it's like there's, uh, there's. There's calories that are burnt before he stepped into his first professional fight. Oh,
3: I'm not saying that they could all just I – mean, any NFL player could just go dominate. I'm saying they, they might start at an early age. That's okay. Yeah, they like – and, and he's the, the brother role. of an NFL player, yeah. right? So, I mean, he, he's, that's kind of what I'm talking he's about. He's got the pedigree. And he's one of the – he's by far, you know, he's right up there at the tip top of the best guys to ever do it, right?
0: Yeah, like he's he's a counter, like counter positive to like Tito Ortiz or something like that
1: what there there is also the allure of the notoriety uh, you know the money and the notoriety and that's happening your now singular in name MMA.
2: what's that just <laughs> being a singular person as opposed to yeah being well
1: to be recognizable of the seattle to be, seahawks you know you can name you can name some ufc stars now whereas in the past you couldn't and Horse there is Gracie. an allure to that you well, know
0: serena serena and venus you know i mean that's that's a classic example. Who knew anything about really was when it was women tennis such a prominent fixture upon the the, the social scene or the sports scene?
1: Oh, well before Venus and Serena. You know, we, even with Billie Jean King, Steffi Graf, Monica Seles. Come on. I think it, I don't don't bring that weak sauce here. <laughs> come on. <laughs> try
0: sauce. talking more than three minutes <laughs> on this podcast, <laughs> then, Kevin,
1: you are you are a fan of women's figure skating. Yes. And if I were to say, "Oh, well, it was nothing until Christy Yamaguchi <laughs> came along," you would say the same thing. Don't know. Or until
2: Tanya Harding hired her boyfriend at kneecap Nancy Carrion. Carrion.
1: But go on with your point. Right. I, I'm saying that women's tennis was fine <laughs> before <laughs> Venus and. Dude, 2.
2: how did we go from boxing to football to MMA to women's tennis? I think that's. And I Whitney, think that's uh, uh, when I think. Yeah. I think that's when you got to just. Well, say goodbye. Well, all right. Well, I guess we're wrapping it up. We're actually at <laughs> Chris. The, we're done. Well, okay, he's he's, the, he's produced more of these episodes than I have. But uh, well, I just uh, for your sake. I mean, this has got to be one of the longest ones we've done. Uh, we're getting close to an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Definitely.
0: So uh, oh. let's throw out some uh, plugs though. Uh, Piper, uh, it's, uh, which we, gives a Twitter handle. Give us your Periscope to, uh, handle. <laughs> that's the one we all want.
3: You underscore piper on twitter and i think that's how you i don't even know is that that's how you get periscope right tweet it out
1: i, I heard that you were gonna go with uh turkish heart man or something turkish For heart you, more man. heart more, more hearts, hearts, please. Please. <laughs>
2: <yes>. <laughs> the turkey burger don't try to spell mine chris kamrani
0: c-a-m-r-a-n-i yep and uh Kevin? At K and I'm at Benny Raskin. Uh, do us a big favor if you've listened to this point in time, please go to iTunes, subscribe to the show, rate and review, uh, give us a five star rating, and kill us in the comment section. Uh, we'll be coming up on episode 51, and then I'll have our year-long celebration, which will be on ponies. Which will be on ponies. Pony. Or out in Evanston, even better, we'd we'll be betting on ponies while doing the <laughs> podcast. Excellent. So, uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.
3: try <laughs> again?
0: For Tribune Sports Radio, this is Ben Raskin. Our weekly podcast is recorded every Tuesday. Subscribe to the show on iTunes at Trib Sports Radio. And while you're there, please rate the show and give us some comments to help improve the podcast. All of our reporters' work can be found at sltrib.com. Please follow us on Twitter at Trib Sports Radio. Tweet us questions and the fellows will be happy to answer them. Or if you feel like writing an email, send it to Tribune Sports Radio, all one word, at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.